Yeah. Oh yeah, because when I send you calendar invite, invites, you're like so professional. Uh, on yeah. Astana, on Astana. And I'm like, this is Astana. standard. Yes, I love Astana. It's the best city in the world. <laughs> now it's called North Sultan. Welcome, uh, everyone, to the Voice of Empire. This is the third of our Banks podcasts today. This is uh, Marco that I'm talking from Melbourne, Australia. If you Oceania. don't already know his voice. Australia, world, and <laughs> solar say? system. World. <laughs> planet Earth. We are planet in the Earth. planet Earth. Yeah. Um, and today we're going to talk about employability, something that is very important in the planet Earth. You need a job so you can get money, so you cannot starve. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not only for the money, but it's also to have a goal in your life. Yes. Sometimes purpose. it's for the money. Some people are only driven by money. Yeah, I know. And those people are vain and they suck. Wow. Yeah, but I think money is a social construct. Basically, money is something that the society is a trust from the society because the yeah. actual value of a, a banknote is just the paper. It's the, the trust it's of... It's what the, it brings you. Yeah. Yeah, it's the trust of the society that values money, but that the, gives value. The, the pure I'm, pursuit I'm, I'm of wealth is not a positive thing. Like, you don't, only pursuing like, I mean, it's good to have a, a goal also, you know, like money should be the end of what you do, not it's, the final score. Yeah. No, it's a know? means to an end. Yeah, uh, but like, <laughs> I mean, gone, like what does I mean, that mean, no, I mean, like, I think money should be something that, like, for example, I work and then I will be rewarded of my work yeah. with money. So you should work to provide a service and then a consequence of this service should be money, you know? Yeah, rather, I mean? rather than like... Rather than just for the sake of money. Yeah, exactly. Yes. There's there's something messed up about that, if that's the case. Yeah, so um, we talk about employability because also I think, especially with the pandemic, this process of new digitalization and new this new world is shaping, especially this, like there has been an acceleration during the pandemic. Yeah, I think there's an increasing like fear of unemployability, oh, and yeah. especially when that graduate market is so big right now, like it's accumulated graduates, not only from this semester, but also like last year mm. and probably yeah. the year before. We live uh, in a, yeah, in dire, dire straits. Yeah. And if someone says unprecedented times, world. I am going to pick up my shoe and whack it on the table like Khrushchev. Unprecedented. Oh it's not God. exactly unprecedented. Unprecedented. <laughs> oh, no, I don't mean how it's said. I just mean the fact that that's, <laughs> that phrase is said on the news so often. And I'm just like, could you shut up? Just yeah. say that we're in a mess. So uh, I think we're here to talk about, not exactly to say it's positive, but things you can do to ease your concerns about employability yeah. yes what would you recommend wendy since you are the president of this amazing organization and you em you worked Empire. in between your undergrad and your postgrad yeah i did um, so actually it's actually pretty interesting because running this committee and having had work before there's like a lot of skills that you almost bring over that have become innate after you work yeah like i noticed that yeah. Oh, yeah, because when I send you calendar invite, invites, you're, yeah. like, so professional. Uh, on yeah. Astana, on Astana. And I'm, like, this is Astana. standard. Yes, 
I love Astana. It's the best city in the world. <laughs> now it's called North Sultan. <laughs> Astana is a, actually a workflow program. <laughs> yeah. Astana is uh, the uh, formerly known as Astana. North Sultan, the capital city of Kazakhstan. AKA Marco and Tom's inside joke again. Yeah. <laughs> it's been such a long joke. Yeah. <laughs> Eight months of jokes. <laughs> are, are they ready for Kanal Istanbul? No, we'll yeah, save that for another yet. time. They're yeah, not ready for it yet. <laughs> They'll be blown away. Yeah, so, yeah, something I noticed from you, Wendy, is that your, like, your experiences in What else energy... do you notice apart from the calendar invite? <laughs> no, not calendar invite, but you are Damn very... Tra- You've made her ta- ta- self-conscious. No, you are very task-driven, which is a good thing. Task-driven. Yeah. <laughs> task-driven. She's driven by tasks. Yeah. Yeah. When yeah. we have to deliver for... And it's very Her effective. spirit animal is a woolly man. It, it's very effective. It's not... Not is not something taken for granted, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. I think that's definitely come from um <laughs> work experience, um, and I definitely do sometimes look back on my first year of working and how it used to be like, and there's, you know, there's stuff I remember like being your first year of work where you kind of like I don't know how to respond to a client like mm-hmm. I'll spend literally half an hour writing up an email. But these days I can sort of write an email to a stakeholder like under one or five minutes if it's really important. You have a formula in your mind about how to do things right. Not kind really of a, a formula. Not, it's uh, just like a, it's really straight to the point. Like you get over having to feel like you have to fluff about your words. Oh, that's that's what I meant. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> kind of like you, you have formula is probably not the best way of putting it, but you have a, like a, a method, a structure, a um, tried and tested things. That yeah, that right? so slowly chip away throughout your time at work. Like, you know, yeah. you're not meant to do this or do that. But um, And that goes into what I'd be uh, right in saying. It goes into, like, just talking to people rather than just emails, but also your interactions in person um, in a workplace where, you know, maybe you'll look back on the first time you're at work and be like, oh, why did I talk like this back then? You, know, so yeah, you definitely have less self-confidence yeah. um, at the start and you say sorry a lot and you're like, oh my God, sorry, can I ask you another question? Mm. Or, um, yeah. Another thing that is very challenging in a work environment is to how to deal with other colleagues, not in terms of like relation whatsoever. Like when yeah. you are new, it's very difficult to get into the work group, you know? Mm. And many times you question yourself like, how mm-hmm. can I behave to be more uh, accepted, you know? So many times this can lead to a very high level of insecurity that affects also yeah, your Yeah, it's like, what do I wear? Can I wear yeah. a T-shirt? Mm-hmm. Do I have to wear a suit? Thankfully, my industry, which was media advertising, it was very casual. So okay. I could wear like jeans and just like a blouse. What was your undergraduate degree in? Was that uh, a... Bachelor of Arts, okay. Media Communications. Oh, yeah, okay, I can see the, the link. Yeah. yeah, then I ended up in sales, so it was a lot of people-to-people. Damn it, that's intense. <laughs> people yeah. people yeah. stakeholder things. Yeah, no, it was intense, but it was so much fun. Mm. But I think definitely looking back, like, going to work and then coming back to uni, um, and even speaking to you guys and your concerns about employability, like, a lot of people will ask about grades, like, how, how much grades matter, um... Second is putting a lot of value on graduate jobs. Like a lot of people think that graduate jobs are the only way they're going to get their foot in the door. Mm. And third is probably like... That's definitely true. Like 
I, but I was it's so untrue. It's like yeah. <laughs> it's the opposite. I thought I needed to do the internship subject to like bridge my way to an internship, which would then be bridging my way into a job. Yeah, but it's so like it's, it's like, like literally now that I've gone to the workforce and come back, it's like where I got to in work. Um, it was working at realestate.com.au, which mm. was actually quite reputable in like the technological space, but I didn't get there through a graduate job. Like I did a gap year for a year and then I came back and I applied for these odd jobs, Okay. ended up in this random agency, but then you make connections and you move on. Mm. Yeah. I and think it's uh, very related to connections and. Um, yeah. Yeah. In the end, it's all about Network, connections and how yeah. you... Who you know, like the saying is, is not who you are, but who you know. Yeah. So is, Unfortunately, it's true. But the hardest yeah. step is getting into that network of people you want to know. Yeah. And the hardest, the annoying thing is like looking back, it's like, honestly, there's 2000 people trying to get through this one door and that door leads you to a graduate job. Whereas there's like a thousand other doors with no one trying to get into yeah. them. And yeah. A, to be part of jobs. the club. You need to be creative. And honestly, sometimes being creative about it is hard, especially when you don't know a lot of these things. I mean, yeah. you're, you're I speaking suppose, from yeah, hindsight. You don't know what industries and yeah. what companies you're meant to look at. Um. And I guess that's a scary part about it. Like, you're like, I don't know. Is this company even good? Is it even worth going there? Yeah. But I think it's worth looking at. I, yeah. So I think it's, uh, it's it should be, like, many people see how to get a job too much focused. They focus too much on, like, their own experience. But I think it's quite comprehensive. So I think it's a matter of personal character, personal trait, a matter of what experience you had, a matter of what you studies. So I think the skill that you have to develop to it's become more sense. to become more employable shouldn't focus only on one aspect, but mm. they should cover all the la- aspects of your life, which range from, as I told before, to from like your personality to your like your work experience yeah soft skills i mean i think i will tend to say that soft skills are even more important than hard skills because soft skills allows you to learn Mm. and when you learn how to learn then you can learn hard skills so for example like that's it's one of those things that people after job hunting you realize that in the end, people are looking for someone they can get along with, who can work well. Yeah. I mean, you can always learn, you know, like, you don't actually need to learn. Like, you can learn when you start working. I mean, yeah. tell me any people who, when they came to work from the first day, they knew everything. Yeah. It's no like, one. It doesn't happen. Yeah, it, it doesn't happen, you know. So, yeah. for example, like, my argument is, uh, if I have to give an example, like, it doesn't matter if you cannot use Excel, for example, mm. because if you developed, have developed a range of skills that will allow you to learn Excel, with time you will learn. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know? Um, so being flexible, being open to learn, you know, because I think the biggest mistake is many people think, okay, I studied, that's it. I, I will not learn new notions anymore. And they just stuck 
with this thing and they 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 pretend that they know everything or they pretend that uh, they don't need they don't actually need to learn they, they think they're meant to be an expert by that point but like yeah and they, they think yeah. after the graduation you are in a such uh, comfort zone because you graduated so yeah i'm gonna take that the other way too mm. and say that some people are afraid that they don't know enough and don't apply for the job which is yeah. um very common among women like not saying it doesn't happen among men but definitely more common among women when you look at a job description you're like i mean i don't have the the event experience that they're talking about but if you talk if you think about it like you it's not about the event experience but what's behind it like event experience involves a lot of organization timeliness coordination teamwork yeah. managing well, stakeholders everything yeah. behind yeah and if you have those soft skills then you can sell yourself on that um that was an example from someone in else <laughs> and do you agree <laughs> do you agree wendy that soft skills are more important than hard skills i wouldn't say it's almost like you can't say it's more, more important yeah. i say it's equally important equally like they're important. definitely looking for that hard experience too yeah of course and it differs in different fields like if you're doing going for the lowy institute they might want more someone who's very academically inclined and high grades mm. but if you're going for your regular job like i don't know program officer or management job um soft skills is definitely equally important yeah. and it's something um that you can develop at university i think you can't underestimate the importance of extracurricular activities, um, sports, and the things you do outside of your study in developing those. Um, What's um? What was your first job ever? It was account coordinator at PhD Media. Okay. So it was a lot of data work, actually. Didn't expect it for marketing, but it was a lot of data work. How old were you when you got it? 22. Oh, okay. Because I did a gap year. And you hadn't Wait, worked sorry. before at all? Yeah, no. So not even like at Macca's or anything? Oh, no, I had like Nando's, Sunglass Hut. Okay. So that so was that was Nando's your very, very, very first job? The first time you were like being paid for My a... first job was with my mom. Okay. <laughs> Working at the grocery store. See, even those help, like that communication yeah. skill. Everything, even uh, whatever. No. Yeah. yeah, what was your first job? Okay, the, the reason I asked is because like until recently, I was coming from... Halfway through a universe, a master's, or not halfway, quarter of the way, third of the way, um, having done a bachelor's, but having no, like, work experience. Oh, is this teaching job your first? And also tennis, yeah. So I managed to get two at, one, at once, like, within the same week, yeah, yeah, which was pretty freaky. And, and based off, just quickly, what you said before, Marco, about, like, it's about who you know, that's so important. If I hadn't taken contemporary career, I wouldn't have got the teaching job. If I hadn't been forced to play tennis by my dad when I was a little kid, I wouldn't have this job now. Yeah, um, it's a matter of experience. Yeah. And many times you yeah. think you are not, like, you don't have, like, a suggestion that I will give is... Uh, like, I don't know how to say, like, dive into yeah. the opportunities, even if you don't have the experience. For example, in my, like, like my, okay, my English level is quite okay. I mean, I can survive, but it's not that great, okay? But when I came here, I didn't know anything it's better about... better than you think it is. 
when I came here, I didn't know anything about English. Believe me, English level was so bad. And many people would refrain, you know, mm. would say, no, I, I will not be able to study in a foreign language because, you know, my English level. But unless, like, you have to try, you know. Yeah. And this is also with jobs, you know. Like, get every opportunity, even if you think you are not, you know, you are not, like, 100% ready for this job but i think the way you learn is when you fake uh, when you face challenges you yeah know? so these are like when you leave your comfort zone you know yeah then yeah. you come through the challenge uh, and then the you learn yeah one of yeah. my like slogans or like i don't know what do you call it principle um when applying for jobs is you have everything to gain but nothing to lose like genuinely yeah. okay you have a bit of time and effort to lose and like writing up that resume but you just pop it in and if you get the job you get the job like don't worry about whether you are that qualified or not um just put your name unless you're doing medicine in which case hat. you have an entire social life to lose oh yes yeah yes but you want to be applying yeah, that doesn't count um i was i was gonna say that i think despite yeah okay so connections are, are important i do still feel in both cases with um uh, Korean studies and also tennis. I kind of earned the job in a way by um, being good academically in, in uh, the first instance. And then with tennis, it's years of playing tennis under that coach. Um, but beforehand, like I wasn't thinking that I would get that either of those jobs. They sort of came out of the blue a little bit. And I was at a point where I was like, okay, so I haven't formally had employment um, for more than like just a couple of one-offs here and there. Um, I'm getting through a master's degree. Uh, I'm in my twenties now. Most people seem to have worked when they were like 16. This is a problem. Is this a problem? Yeah. It, it felt like I, I was, it was very hard to just apply for any entry level jobs, even yeah. things as basic as like, um, you know, hospitality. I mean, I had an RSA, but like they, for something as simple as, um, I don't know, taking the chips out of the deep fryer into the, um, whatever you know those basic kind of things um like job. it's like oh you need five years of experience or something you know you know now uh, i didn't i didn't actually apply for specifically a fast food job but you know what i mean right yeah um and it's it's super intimidating and you're like well i, I can i can cook at home i should be able to do this job why do they want someone Actually, who's got yeah point. i mean i sort of take for granted that i Catch assume 22. that everyone has had like some sort of part-time experience or like casual job yeah but what if you have none like what if you actually have no experience yeah i would say but like if you're not as lucky as you to get a job just through connections volunteers definitely a fantastic way to. yeah many people underestimate volunteering but it gives you skills what about um uni mail clubs or or maybe if you're happen to be from another university yes join our committee at empire next year i mean because we end at um in october so I, I feel mean, I great, feel, right, guys? Yeah, I feel <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't wanna <laughs> say this, but I feel we will have struggled to find people. I don't know. This is my feeling. Um but so sorry. Empire is one committee, but then you know, there's all the other ones, all the clubs with the student yeah. union. Um, and where I oh, yeah. to be honest, I'm here with two presidents. Marco and the two presidents can be a <laughs> new fiction. <laughs> yeah, and do you find movie. so you were talking about work being your first experience, yeah. but what about being president for the Taekwondo club? I felt that was good. I, I got good experience in dealing with other people and in managing, I guess managing relationships um when you know when you're at the head of a team. 
um, and liaising. And then, yeah, there, there were professional encounters and th those were good. The question but is... have you faced challenges in it? Oh. Um, you don't face... I, I think they were. I mean, I, I don't know if I can, uh, like, throw all of them out off the bat, but, yeah, there definitely were challenges. Um, and... Oh, yeah, I, I wish I could say what they were, but there definitely were challenges, yeah. Um, often it's it's making sure that the club actually runs. I mean, it was pretty overwhelming when I started. It's like, okay. Yeah, same. Yeah. That's what I found. I mean, if you're, you're sort of, the, the buck stops with you. You have to make sure that you're going to get those rooms for training to actually happen um, in the times you want them. There's budgeting, there's equipment. Um, yeah. So it's, it's very strategic being a president. Um, yeah, and I mean, then even if you yeah. are not a president and you're a committee member or in a, another capacity, it yeah. definitely will help you in terms of like teamwork mm. or even just working with potentially suppliers outside of the university to run events. Yeah, and I know it seems like such a small thing when you're the president of you know one of a billion clubs, but like I remember I got to the point where I was by um, planning because I was doing events planning before that, where it's like okay, we want to have a social event, you know. Uh, sort of intervals throughout the year so make that happen it's like damn no i have to do that and you build up good relationships with people mm. yeah. um the question is though so like that actually wasn't related to me getting the two jobs that i have now um but it, it definitely helped in terms of life experience but the question is how good are these things on the resume these volunteer things um and uh you are was that a genuine question Gen no genuine question yeah like how i, I don't know how much this would look on the resume. Um, I don't think it matters yeah. in terms of like listing your content. Like you could list 10 volunteer work experiences, but if you don't communicate it right, like if you don't draw out those skills like communication, organization, mm. learning, um, it doesn't mean anything. Like yeah. if you can prove those with things you've actually done. Yeah. So you want to get a role where you actually do things, like just getting a role for the sake of it, which I have done in the past, and then you just put on your resume, it adds nothing. Mm. It's like just a shell. Yeah shell of an experience and okay. uh, guys i want to open the pandora's box mm -hmm. and i want to ask you this question in your opinion does the course we are doing give us mm. skills after this mir course master do you think we are employable mm. enough i don't know <laughs> yeah i think I have I my mean, opinion, but I want to ask you. I don't you. think it makes you automatically employable, and it goes back to everything we've been saying. You need to pair it with soft skills. That's right. This is what... Sorry. But it definitely shows that you've got an interest in international relations, and it's equipped you with knowledge. At least for me, that's why I did it, because hmm. I knew I was lacking knowledge. Yeah, I think, like, if you're going to go into any kind of international-based role, um, you want to know about the world mm. and international affairs yeah you're not going to be using realism to analyze the world necessarily but yeah you, but you have in the back of your mind informing you right yeah you, all these <laughs> ideas about international politics and how the world works yeah in terms of soft skills soft skills yeah, yeah it's, it's there but i think like this degree is very valuable but at the same time, if you combine with your personal experiences, it would be great. Yeah. And you would make you very employable. You know? Yeah. So that's why, for example, I chose also to do the internship subject because you can combine what you study on on some practical work, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Okay.
Um, so I think overall is a good degree yeah. in terms of arts degree. Do you wanna do you wanna do a summary of, of everything we uh yes did on this podcast? Let's do this summary. All right, here we go. We're gonna do a summary um of everything that happened. To yes, our skills. The theme of Billy Joel's wish and light the fire. We've got a Why nice. Huh? Put that over instead. No, because I oh, need something to sing to, it. yeah. There's a 16 bar intro, so, um, yeah. What did you think of the podcast, Marco? It's very good. <laughs> All right, ready? Five, six, seven, eight. We wanted to, to talk about jobs and stuff and things that will get you jobs <laughs> and that kind of thing because we are students and we're scared about the world. It's just a full bar break. I already prepared this beforehand. Yes. <laughs> then uh, Wendy was talking about her job experience and how she used to do lots of jobs. Um, but she also did stuff with her mum and other things when stuff she with her was mom. a teenager. Jeez. I thought the start the fire. Okay. It was always burning since the world was turning. <laughs> we didn't start the fire. It was always burning. You lost your mouth. Then Tom talk about his not quite holding hands but that would be cute because we're good friends. friends there was stuff about being president and how i hope that helps with getting a career not actually sure if it's going to help with getting a career but it definitely adds to my range of things i can do we didn't start the fire did you write this like around the episode no <laughs> We didn't start the fire. It was always burning since the world was turning. Um, and join the Empire Committee if you're doing the MIR, because we need people to join. Um, we need people. We need a new president. New president would be Wow, what's wrong with me? <laughs> <to> say that <laughs> we, we don't want to fire. We want to fire Wendy, Wendy, Wendy. <laughs> That's um, kind of funny because the karaoke lyrics are just listing historical leaders and you didn't start the fire. <laughs> it was always burning since the world was turning. Um, there were other things that we talked about, and it's a shame that I've currently got a very short memory. But generally, don't be too worried about if you're employable or not. Soft Just skills. soft skills are really <laughs> important. If you look for volunteer opportunities, then you'll get things that are going to help you along the way. We didn't start the fire. It was always burning since the world was turning. We didn't start the fire. No, we didn't light it, but we tried to fight it. Margo is currently looking at Facebook because yeah. he probably doesn't know the song too well. But I've actually heard it five times in this other podcast, so I kind of got inspired to do it on this one. Um, we just banged three consecutive podcasts, so we're actually quite tired and need some water. But, um,. Yeah, apply for jobs, and if you don't get through through a grad program, that's fine. We didn't start the fire. <laughs> it was always burning since the world was turning. We didn't start the fire. <laughs> it 
was always perfect. So tune in next week to see, or next time we release an episode to see what we do. Um, it's uh, the fire, there's more chorus. Always burning since the world is turning. We're done now. <laughs> you can you can tune off, tune out now. This is this has been the podcast for this week. Unless you want to keep listening to something, that's fine too. <laughs> it was always burning since the world is turning. And thanks for listening to the voice of Empyro. Thank um, you very much. <laughs> um, thank you, Wendy. Thank you, thank you, Wendy, for putting up with my crap. <laughs>